Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick and here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. You like that? You like that? I like that. Welcome in to Defeating the Curse. My name is Joe. I'm joined tonight by Stevie on mic two and our pal, the two zero, the 20. Big fan of the 49ers is on mic number three. It should be a three-man show. We may end up adding a few more people along the way. Uh, I know Mark Gray is listening, and I think he might want to chime in. I think he had some uh, some insights into the name. I'm actually really trying to avoid talking Washington football team here, boys. I, I really don't want to talk about them, especially in light of the greatest weekend of football in my entire adult life. And I, I don't – these aren't empty words. This is not hyperbole. This is my honest and true feeling about what I watched this weekend. The four games that I watched were – you know, you could you could certainly argue that the first two were good, above average, almost amazing games, right? They all end almost every game ended right with by a field goal. But the football on Sunday was so good. It was so good. And the only thing I will say is that as a Washington football team fan, the Warhogs or the Rainbows or whatever they're going to be called, we are so far away from being in the category of the teams we saw win and lose this weekend that we shouldn't talk about them. We'll talk about them on February 2nd, and then we will not talk about them for a long, long time. Stevie, we, I give you a hard time. I give you a hard time because I know you don't watch all the sports. How much football did you watch this weekend? And and how good was it? It was so good, Stevie. It was so good. I, uh, I watched every second. Maybe the first 20 minutes of the Bengals game was getting back from Andy's Pizza. Shout out to Andy's Pizza, Bolaroo and Tyson's. Oh, the sandwich arcade. shop is going to be upset with you. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't replace the sandwich shop, okay? But Andy's How many Pizza times have you been to the sandwich shop? Three in, in- the last 72 hours. Um, <laughs> that's not here or there, though. Um, we're supposed to break down football. We're supposed to open a box score, look at stats, do all that. Find someone else to do that, okay? Find another show to do that. I mean, it won't be you. It won't be you. It won't be me. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to appreciate beautiful football, which is what we saw. And beautiful football doesn't always look pretty, as the Saturday night game showed us. Uh, That uh, Niners-Packers game was not pretty, but it was football, and it was beautiful. And those guys were fighting, and they were playing hard, and the weather sucked, and it was close and it was competitive and it was strategic and it was back and forth. And that's beautiful football. Hold on. Before we, before we talk about, before we talk about the Niners, can we just talk about Joe Burrow for a second here? We got to talk about Joe Burrow, right? He is the perfect example of what happens when you have competency at different levels of management in your organization. You make the right pick. He comes in as a rookie, gets injured. Nobody panics. He rehabs. He comes back. They draft a stud, true, legitimate number one wide receiver. You know, at his, I'm, I'm assuming that. I don't he know how you're going to talk about Joe Burrow without saying I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. You did. How are you going to say? How are you going to you go pick the Bengals? You've on been Joe on the Burrow. Bengals. Listen, the Bengals got a real shot, Stevie. They got a real shot. 
But, but I mean, they they handled they handled the Titans. Derrick Henry, the Titans, they laid an egg. I mean, there's really no other. There's nothing else you can say about the Titans. They, I mean, Tannehill. I will never understand. I will never, for the life of me, understand why when you have a solid running game, you get in the red zone and then you try to get cute with the throw with the the dink and dunk passes. I will never understand it. It's one thing if you're a bad football team or if you're gimmicky or your running back is hurt. But you've got Derrick Henry back. He can, even if he picks up two or three yards a clip, you're going to find your way into the end zone. That pick that he threw late in the game in the red zone was so like on brand for Ryan Tannehill. Like, I don't feel bad for the Titans. I feel great about the Bengals, though, and the way they played. And I think they deserve a ton of credit. I mean, Jamar Chase catches balls four yards from the line of scrimmage and ends up 30 yards down the field. He catches balls 25 yards down the field and and then you know he's he runs for another 15 or 20. Like I, I don't want to make the Terry McLaurin comparison or lack thereof, but oh my god, it's a different he's a different Who caliber. Talking about the football team, okay, Nobody. okay, okay, okay. I, okay, 20. I want there, to give you credit for picking the, the Bengals. I and I'm and I'm curious if you're gonna ride them again this weekend. You think they got a chance? Can they beat the Chiefs? You're not gonna let me bury the lead here. They absolutely have a chance. I think the Chiefs, I think, I don't know how they come out of that battle and play back up to that same caliber. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like they emptied the tank. Just yes as, or no. You, you, got them, you, got them, you got them winning? Covering? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do too. I do. Because I I, I'll say this again. 20, you should know this by now. The, the, the best team doesn't win the Super Bowl. The hottest team wins the Super Bowl. I'm ready. Yeah. Right now, the Bengals are the hottest team, kind of, along with the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know. I think the 49ers are smoking hot right now. Yeah. 49ers are literally on fire at this moment. And uh, the Green Bay stuff we can circle back to in a second, but let's give some credit here to the 49ers. And, and 20, you know, lifelong 49ers fan. We'll never know why, but that's fine. You know, you, I mean, it's your team. It's your team. I would imagine you were on pins and needles going into that game. They settled in very, very quickly. Debo is a monster. Yeah. I mean, and Sh- and Shanahan called a perfect game. I mean, it wasn't the most exciting game. It was decided, you know, obviously at the gun. But I mean, you're a fan. You you care a lot more about the Niners than I do. Uh, I mean, Garoppolo. The 49ers have a ton of questions as far as how they're going to proceed from this point forward, regardless win or lose. And we can talk about some of that stuff. But for the game itself. You were one of the few that were confident that the 49ers would outright win. You know, we picked, I think in our, Razzle and I put in a, an, an um, away team parlay and it almost hit until until it didn't. But yeah. the 49ers looked so good, you know, even in a low scoring, you know, kind of unexpectedly tough matchup for them. I mean, Rod, and Aaron Rodgers just struggles against the 49ers, but you know, you're Mr. 49ers, so the, yeah. the floor is yours. Go ahead. Take take your victory lap. Yeah, so um, I mean, actually, before I get to them, I'm going to agree with you guys about the Bengals. I think they actually make it to the Super Bowl. I just don't – I don't really trust the Chiefs, and I think they're gassed after this game. Um, and if it wasn't for Bill's poor management that last few minutes – A few minutes is 13 seconds. Yeah, I mean – 13 seconds. Management and – yeah, they, they probably would have won that game. So as far as the Niners go, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I was – you're right, I was on pins and needles. But I knew we had the game in the bag when we went into the half, and it was 7-0. Yeah. 
And I, I hate knew, this wee bit, by the way. I just got to say. Well, but that's fine. you know, that's my team. So I feel like I've, I've been with them forever. So I feel like I'm part of the team. You keep asking me why I'm a fan. I've, I've answered this question before. Joe Montaigne is my uh, my hero. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, our defense definitely showed up. And to my shock and surprise, our actually, our, our um, what's it called? Our um, offense. Special teams. Our special Debo. Teams. Thank you. Shanahan. Our special teams is what got the job done. And we only scored on special teams. And that's shocking to, to me because our special teams has been horrible all year long. So for them to actually get this win it, it was amazing to me. Um, Rodgers looked a little flat. He just, I don't know, something well, happened. Rodgers and the Packers, I mean, Rodgers is going to be the topic of conversation moving forward, right? Is he going to stay in Green Bay? Is that situation, you know, have, have they patched things up? You know, if he's going to leave, where is he going to go? And uh, and he's got, I mean, he's got some options. I mean, he's got some options. There's another quarterback that might be on his way out too. But the Packers are in a difficult spot. I mean, do you keep Rodgers and let, let you know, Adams walk? Do you try to keep both? Do you reload on, like, defense? Like, what do you do if you're the Packers after – you know, a season that should have been, I mean, it shouldn't have ended the way it did. And, and, but frankly, much like the Titans, the 40, the, the, the Packers just didn't look good. They didn't look like themselves. And, you know, if you're Aaron Rodgers, like how many more, how many more Novembers and Decembers do you want to play in freaking frozen, disgusting, cold right. Lambo? That, and that's why I have a bold prediction. You ready for this? Next year, Aaron Rodgers, starting quarterback <laughs> for the San Francisco 49ers. No, there's no freaking way, guy. It's Why? impossible. Why? It's literally Why? the stupidest thing. Why? I'm going to mark this so I can clip it out of the show, actually. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. But why? It can't happen. It can't happen. Can I save 20 from himself here? Yeah, he's frozen. Go ahead. He's frozen. Okay. Listen. All I want to say about the 49ers, okay, is – and, Joe, I'll, I'll go back to you because you love talking about the, the WFT guys – Watching number 71, it's, it's like a spurned lover, okay? He's like a spurned lover that, that you let go of. Your eyes just go back, to him. Okay? My eyes just he, go to him. I mean, and I yearn, boy, I yearn for the for the days. Seeing that boy in motion, okay, when they put him in motion and you see that train coming out, who's standing in that boy's way? I mean, Trent Williams is a tough SOB, man. That guy, I, I, he was in the x-ray, uh, you know, room afterwards apparently he was on crutches i don't know what his status is for sunday but him and debo i mean they look like the, the those old videos of like lambeau field in the 60s where you know all guys were bruised and battered and debo was getting crushed on that last play with the ribs and he, he took it down there those are some tough sobs and, and those guys stepped up and played a heck of a game and so the Niners, but but let me give you some real analysis, okay? When Matt Demet walks in, I got to give you some real analysis, okay? Uh, so let me give you something. If you think about, because you Joe, somehow you love talking about teams that are still not in the playoffs. I don't know why. You're talking about the teams that are actually in the playoffs. What do these teams have in common? Debo Samuel, Cooper Cup, Jamari Chase, and Tyreek Hill, elite wide receivers. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. Just be quiet. Nick Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Frank Ingram. Clark, Ingram. Um, damn, I lost my... You're, you're, you're on a roll. Whoever's on the 49ers defensive line. Look at your notes. Look at your uh, notes. Warner. <laughs> Nick Bosa, Warner. 
Nick Bose, elite pass rushers. And then a good a quarterback that can make plays with his feet and with his his arm. These are the common threads. Stud wide receivers, great pass rushers, and elite quarterbacks. How many does the Washington football team have? None. Why Zero. are we still talking the Washington football team? I don't know, but Joe loves it. So no, we said, we said limited to none of the Washington <laughs> football team. But I want to go back to the Aaron Rodgers bit, okay? Stevie, do you think oh he will? Just, just really quick. Do you think he'll be in Green Bay next year? Yes or no? no. Just yes or no? No, no. Okay. And what do you think? No, don't say no. Just where? Where do you think? If not Green Bay. I think he's a California boy. I don't think the California yeah. team you picked uh, will come calling, but uh, I think he's a West Coast guy. Depends so on what. There's only so many options though on the coast. I mean, he can't. Game, he man. can't go to the Chargers. He can't go not, to the Rams. Can't go not to the sure Niners. what Vegas. Not sure what Vegas is going to do with Derek Carr, but if yeah, they have but, a chance to take, why, uh, you know. But I think he applies the same logic that Brady did. Like, why? Why would you go into the AFC where you have to deal with Patrick Mahomes and 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 Allen for years and years and years to come? I think the NFC is the right move, but. I mean, I, I think you're, you look you're at... Gonna, you're going to predict what an anti-vaxxer is going to do? This, this guy's a lunatic, okay? Come on. <laughs> Where Where's better for an anti-vaxxer than Florida? Tampa Bay has got it open. Maybe Texas. Maybe Texas. Maybe Tampa. Maybe the starting quarterback in Mar-a-Lago. I mean, Tampa <laughs> would be interesting. You think Brady walks away? I mean, we'll, we'll get to the Brady thing in a bit, yeah. but Tampa... I just can't see him doing it personally. I, I think no, if he goes to if he goes to an AFC division, it's got to be the AFC North. That that's the poopiest division in the world, you know. But does he really want to play for the Colts or the Texans or like no? I, I don't I don't see it happening. I, I just I, the only like Denver makes sense, but again, you you've got to deal with you got to deal with Mahomes and Allen. Like I, I feel like you've got to find yourself a, a landing spot in and the, the NFC if you're going to do it. NFC South is the poopiest of the poopy, and maybe the the NFC East doesn't really have a good landing spot, so. You know, maybe it's the Saints, but they're in cap hell. I, I don't know. I, I think he ends up staying exactly where he is. I, I think he's he's yeah, the de- I, it's the devil, you know. Yeah, no, he's definitely staying. I don't think he's gonna leave. There's you no just reason. changed your mind. You well, you, you, you yeah, ten seconds ago you were like he's going to the forty. <laughs> the 49ers apparently are are they're done with Garoppolo. They traded they traded everything to get uh, to get your boy. Uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, what's his name? What's the what's the donk they just drafted? Who you talk, oh, Justin Fields, Trey, Trey Lance, or Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Sorry, Chicago, Chicago. Sorry, Trey Lance. Like, there's no way they can move away from both of those guys in one offseason. It's impossible. He said he's talking about Brady. I was talking about Brady. We said Brady. We were talking about A Rod. Yeah, yeah. No, A Rod's going to the <laughs> book it. And Trey Lance is not ready. He's just not ready. He's too young. He's not ready. Neither, neither is Jimmy like, Garoppolo. Does Rogers no, want to go somewhere where they've got somebody they're, they're grooming already for the next to come nah. in in two seasons? I mean, like. Nah. Yeah, I don't think that that's. I don't think he jumps in on that. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt, we. I opened the show by asking the boys, like, was this the greatest weekend of football in your lifetime? Bar none, bar none. Yeah. The NFL needed a weekend like this, honestly. Sure. Like, yes, they. First of all, 17, 17 week NFL season too long. Uh, seven teams in the playoffs unnecessary. That first week of playoffs was kind of terrible. And like, granted, my team is terrible. The the Giants are terrible, and they were still alive in week fourteen or whatever it was. So like. <laughs> You know, there's some benefit, but when you saw the product, it was up until uh, you were praying that the games actually lived up to be what they were. And they far exceeded, man. Like, I mean, every game just topped the one before it. And last night's game, I, I don't know that there's, I, I, I've, I've never seen anything like it. Like, I never want to see defense again. Like, I, I just think, like, just let quarterbacks go out there and try to score a touchdown in 13 seconds or less and just make Matt. that the NFL going forward. <laughs> 
Matt, you can call me a, a blasphemer for this, but great football is better than great baseball, which great baseball is significantly better than great basketball. But great football yeah. is nothing like it. Yeah, I, I I think I think so because it's all it's it's you, it has an end point, right? And so like the thing about yesterday is you were trying to figure out how how is this going to end? Like with baseball, it can it can drag, and even some of the greatest baseball games, 14, 15 innings, like who's got time for that, right? Like at this point, you knew this was coming to an end. You knew there was two minutes left. You knew Mahomes had to do something, and then Allen, and then Mahomes, and then Allen. Like you just well, had to well, figure out what's going to happen. But the next. biggest, I mean, I think that's an interesting question, Stevie. Like. I mean, playoff baseball is a different type of, it's a different type of intensity, you know? And, and I think there is, there's a certain charm to it as well, that it can go forever, right? With the NFL, I mean, the big talk today was, do they need to revisit the overtime rules in the playoffs? Is it, is it okay for a team like, I mean, all these teams that lost at the gun, they lost at the gun in regulation, but when you go into overtime in the playoffs, this deep in the playoffs, could you make an argument that both teams should at least touch the ball? You know, like maybe two consecutive scores in a row in a fifth quarter equals, you know, I, I don't know. They got to Like, I don't, I think the NFL overtime rules are perfect as they are right now today. I can understand Buffalo fans and, and, and football fans saying, Hey, these, these are the, this is the Super Bowl. This is the best game on the possible. Give us another quarter of this, not this sudden death stuff. But, you know, I guess conversely, like Buffalo has a defense that is paid to stop the offense or hold them to a field goal and then give your chance, uh, you give your team a chance to go down and win. But I don't hate the idea of like a, a fifth quarter where both teams touch the ball. But if one team scores twice in a row, then it's game over. Like I'm open to it, but I, I but I honestly don't think it needs to be tweaked. I'm just curious. Do you guys have a, a strong opinion on this? I, I think I'm okay with it the way it is but I understand the argument for a fifth quarter. No, I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you, the, the fifth quarter thing, but I thought you said one time, was it you that had this idea of just have them just kick field goals and like uh, penalty kicks and just keep moving them back? And Yeah, that's maybe. a stupid idea. I, that, I mean, I, I, that I, sounds I like something it's that maybe came out of Razzle. For me, it's – yeah, go ahead, Jim. No, I, was, I was just going to say, I – I'm with. I agree with you up until I thought. You know what? This is fair enough. You have 60 minutes. You should be able to win the game. You know, let your defense stop them. But what I realize is that whoever wins the coin toss, I feel like. No, I, hold I, on, hold on. I know what you're gonna say. Statistically, it's not a lock. No, it's 52%. like 52 percent. It's like 90 percent. No, yeah, it's 52 percent. It was covered extensively today. Fact check him. He's wrong. 52% of teams that win the coin toss score a touchdown on their opening drive. 52. But but for me, the solution is simpler. Like, for, for me, the solution is one possession each, third possession wins. Now, at that point, you really can't, like, you know, if they – so whether they score – Then you get the college playoff where you end up with, like, 70 to 75. No, that, it's the that, next position. Yeah, but th th this is the equivalent of the walk off. That's why a baseball yeah. guy should love this. I mean, this is the walk off home run. This is Kelsey in the end zone, and then the celebration begins. There's nothing. It better really, than this. it really, it really stems from just the desire to see Allen with the ball one more time. I like the the way that game went. I think is the only reason that anybody is is beating that drum. I do think though that the, the well, overtime rule is fair. No, look, fair, I, look, I, I think it's because the 
better team lost. I think that's well, why there's so much anger. Hard to right call now. them the better team when they gave up a touchdown in 13 seconds and then give up another touchdown. Within Which quarterback played better? Allen, but Allen's not the team. Which quarterback the NFL, would you rather have? Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Stop no. asking dumb questions. No, no. you're the only one that said Patrick Mahomes. That's not an easy. And then the other two are wrong. <laughs> are, are we going to talk one, about the 13 yeah. seconds? We will. We... There's one game we got to get to before we get to that game. Oh. Okay, but I want to close this conversation here, Matt. You had a thought on the on the overtime. Like I, I actually think Steve just made a very good point. I mean, that's the beauty of what we saw yesterday, right? It's the equivalent of the walk off, right? It's the buzzer beater, the last mm. possession. I mean, it, you did exactly what you needed to do to win the game within the confines of the rules. You went you went the length of the field, 75 yards, and you scored a touchdown. But one cat one one thing about the walk-off. Walk-offs are only in the bottom of the inning. So the team gets in that bat in the top of the inning. Right. Ooh. And even if they put up runs in the top of the inning, the home team still gets a chance to bat again in the bottom. So backhand so, across Steve's face. Yeah. My point is fighting words. One shot each. And if they walk off after that, they walk. So off. how would you, how would that play out, Matt? So the Chiefs get the ball, they win the toss, they get the ball, they go down, score. They get the, the Allen and the Bills would have to match, or the team. The, the, yeah. the second team would have to match, and if they do, then they kick if off, they, and that's it. If they do, if they do, they kick off to the Chiefs, and they have to stop the Chiefs. Next oh, score, and wins. if they don't stop the Chiefs, the next score wins. I feel like that's kind of the same thing, right? It was you going into overtime. Yeah, but except you're giving them you're giving them, the, you're you're giving giving them that the one other shot to depending on what the other team does. So you're saying the other disadvantage, team, right? Or, or imagine if the other team could go for two. And walk them out without giving Allen and the Bills the ball. Then Mahomes, Andy Reid, have a decision. And two, and it's over. Yeah, score yeah. two, and it's over. Exactly. Yeah. So then you say, like, should we give him the ball or go for two and risk that? It would all? be an interesting yeah. wrinkle because then it's like, can we get this two point conversion and walk off? Right. Or do we miss it and have the chance to then losing because they score a touchdown and kick a field goal? And if you literally can't point. stop them and you wow, don't Stevie. want to give them the That's ball, you go for two. There it is. One possession each, one, and then. Best team. I don't know. I think I think the rules are, but I I personally would vote to leave them the way they are. I don't think there's there's not enough there's not enough to show that teams that don't start with the ball in the playoffs are are at an actual disadvantage. Like again, you're you're played you're paying these players money on defense to stop the offense, and what we saw yesterday in that game, and, and we'll come back to this game, but they couldn't stop them with 13 seconds on the clock, and they couldn't stop them, and you know, to obviously to start the overtime set. So. I mean that's it. Like I, I under the the way the rules are right now, I think is, it's more than fair. I think it's 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 more than reasonable. It's good well. enough. But, yeah, good enough. Better than what it used to be, which is just go fifteen yards and kick a field goal. So, um, but do you think if the Bills won last night, let's say they won the coin toss, they receive the ball first, they go down and score, would we have, be having this conversation? I, I think I think you probably would be because these are the two best teams remaining in the tournament, and I, and this was arguably the best matchup possible, the Super Bowl, right? The, the yeah, I think you're still having the conversation. I think if they go down and kick a field goal and the Bills touch the ball and then still somehow lose, no one's talking about it, right? But it's because it's because of the the, the drama. I mean, the last two minutes of that game were something else. And and again, we'll we'll come back to this in a second, but I do want to talk about the other game, which was the early game on Sunday. And and you know, we talked about the Bengals winning at the gun. We talked about the 49ers doing 
the, the almost the unthinkable and going into Lambeau in the frozen tundra and winning. I think I think the 49ers have a ton of decisions on their I mean they got to figure out what they're going to do with Jimmy G. Um you can't say that he's the problem when you make it to two Super Bowls potentially or, or you qualify for the postseason more frequently than you don't. Um I think I think they're possibly going to upset so we'll talk about that in a second. That's why I'm saying two for him but um the the early game on Sunday that three o'clock Sunday which is a weird start time um that game didn't disappoint either I mean the, the Rams looked great to start typical Sean McVay Brady looked Hall of Fame-ish right down the stretch pieces you've never heard of catching balls all over the field and the Rams the Rams gave that game away almost almost gave that game away I mean they they fumbled and lost the ball several times like Brady for sure deserves credit He's always going to get the credit, but I, I I couldn't believe what I was watching. It's as if somebody's like told the Rams like try to lose this game as 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 quickly as you it possibly can. For yeah, yeah, keep it. it as, it's terrible. But well, I mean, uh, I, I, the Cam Akers fumble uh, at the end of the game yeah. right before the Bucks' last touchdown tie it. That that was inexcusable. And Dominican Sue yeah. strips the ball. Cam Akers has played a great game. Incredible what he's doing coming back from the Achilles, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Brady looked bad. I don't think there's any uh, other way around. He looked old. He looked bad. He looked out of sorts. He also looked like a guy who didn't have any weapons. Uh, you know, he's forcing the ball to Gronk. He's forcing the ball, you know, to some prehistoric dinosaur tight end. You know, he's trying to get people involved. He had nothing. Well, that dinosaur he, looked like a dinosaur, too. I mean, he looked he, bad. He looked but, old. But, but, but again, this is what goats do. I mean, this is what legends do. They find a way to be in it. They were in it, you know, and I think the breakdown from today, I don't know if you all saw it, but uh, Bucks had a major uh, miscommunication on that that last play to Cooper Cup going down the field. Uh, you know, Levante David was talking about how they thought they were cover zero, so everybody was blitzing. He didn't raise – half of the people thought it was a cover zero. Half of the people thought they were in coverage. So huge miscommunication on the biggest play of the game. Stafford found Cup. Incredible. I mean, the Rams are the better team. They deserve to be there. Uh, you know, they tried to give it away, like Matt said, but they couldn't. No, they yeah. have been. They've been. They have been in games like that all season long, where they'll start off very strong and then eventually they're just kind of fizzle out. But to your point about Brady, he was pressured like no other. You know, you got those two guys, and they are just nonstop after him. And if you know, like Brady does not do well with pressure he does not like being pressured not that any quarterback does but oh seven giants can't baby move, can't, <laughs> yeah exactly um so they they just completely come up but um That's true. yeah and then finally he just came together there towards the end and you know um the rams just you know they they got lucky on that last play and then that blown coverage well, i mean the rams were the better the rams were the better team and stafford was the better quarterback stafford is the better quarterback right now stafford I mean, he's almost unrecognizable from the guy he was in, in Detroit, at least to me. I mean, he still has some funky plays and some bad decision-making from time to time, but, you know, he's got the arm that McVay wanted, check. He's got the 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 ability to kind of do multiple things with the ball at any point in time. Um, he can make every pass on the field, which, I mean, most quarterbacks can do that, but he's also found a way to keep, you know, Beckham quiet for the most part, right? And 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 OBJ played a good game too. Like he, I mean, Cup deserves deserves a praise, but but OBJ had a really strong performance. 
And Steve said, like, Akers had a very strong performance as well. I mean, this is a team that is very well built, very well coached, sound defensively for the most part, although they they definitely looked shaky in the, in the fourth quarter there, uh, you know, against Tampa. Um, the my my observation though was really more of Brady post game. Like I, I think I think we may have seen him play his last no. snap. No, I think so. No. I think he looks around and look. I mean, look at look at what they would have to do. They did something that no other team in the history of the NFL has ever done last year, which is bring back one hundred percent of its roster. They didn't lose a single piece last year. Yeah, and they added a couple key pieces through the draft. They lose. They lose Chris. Uh, Chris uh, Godwin. They lose. Um, obviously, Antonio Brown in the middle of a game. He just quits in the middle of a game. So they they lose some key pieces. Fournette. They got back, and he he looked he looked good in the beginning of the season. He looked serviceable towards the end here. You know, obviously yesterday. But I, Gronk isn't able to do what even like early season Gronk is able to do anymore. Like he just looks fragile. Like he looks like the next hit's gonna like. You know, it's like in Mortal Kombat, like fatality, like Sub-Zero is going to shatter into a million pieces. He just looks frail. Yeah. And I and I think Brady's going to have to do some real soul searching. He, he can probably turn up the pressure and get the Bucks to reload with a couple pieces here and there, maybe grab, you know, another veteran receiver, whatever. But I I think he's done. I think I think th- if I was in his shoe, I don't know if there's anything left to do. And yeah. why not go out now instead of you know, risk having a, a, you know, a 500 season or miss the playoffs and then go out, which is where I think the Bucks are trending. I've never been a Brady guy, but I am, I'm of the mind, like you've done enough, man. Like, and honestly, I don't want him to sully his career beyond that. Like, I don't want it watching him get hit, watching him under pressure, watching him not have tools like to throw to like, it's kind of like, why are you still out here, man? What do you, what do you do? You've done, you've done it all. Like you are, you are the best of the best. Like, I feel differently about Rodgers. Like, I still feel like Rodgers has a lot to prove. I feel like the last what when when did he win his Super Bowl? Oh four or five, right? Like oh six, whatever it was. I mean, we're we're now Rogers? fifteen years since yeah. Two thousand. It was eight. Hold on. Ten, I thought oh. was it ten. Still, we're about fifteen years from Rodgers' last major accomplishment as a Super Bowl. He's a great quarterback, but I actually think he needs to be out there to kind of for the legacy, which I actually hate legacy talk in general. I think a great quarterback is a great quarterback. Rodgers is a great quarterback. Brady's the best of the best. I'm not a Brady fan, but I actually don't think he needs to do anything more than what he's done. And I even actually think what he did this 11. What he did this season is actually a testament to how great he is because the Bucks were pretty broken throughout the season. And then they were devastated by COVID for a while. Like they've had all kinds of stuff. And he kept them afloat for much of that season. Still had about a 4,000 yard, like, which I know everybody throws for 4,000 yards now, right? Like the guy still put up the numbers. The yeah, guy's 50 did. years old. Like he's, he's not. Uh, that's my point. There's nothing more to do. Like you've, you've done it all. I think. Yeah, but Matt, it. there's nothing Brady can do that would sully his fair, legacy fair. ruin. I, I mean, no, I disagree. I, would just point, I disagree. Well, Jay, uh, if you want exhibit A, I point you to. Jordan, comma, Michael, 2001 to 2003 here in Washington, D.C., where the brother looked like he was playing church basketball with me and you, okay? They, ain't nothing a, a guy no. can do when they get to that level. Jordan proved that, and he tried to sell it. That's fair. There's no ruining what he's done, but at the same time, like, I don't want to watch that demise. Like, I'd rather he leave now and be great. And just yeah, be, I, think, and like, I think we've seen a lot of players, maybe not, okay, Jordan is a very good example, but I mean, Robert Parrish switched teams like 50 times towards the end of his career. Patrick Ewing played for the Sonics, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. 
You know, like exactly. these, these guys, look at Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson's played on half the league, half the teams now. So it's uh, different though. So who, but um, who cares? You don't, you don't remember Ewing as a Sonic or Robert yeah, I, uh, uh, as a bull or whatever. <laughs> but it doesn't take away from, from their greatness. These guys are neurotic. I don't disagree, but it, I think it tarnishes it, him, him leaving the Patriots and going to the, to the Bucks tarnishes it just a little bit. Now he won the Super Bowl, but I mean, wow. how would you feel about him going 500 or missing the playoffs and then calling it a career? At least here he says, I got beat by a better team. And just like, I, I, there's nothing I feel left to like prove. He's a neurotic narcissist competitor that's yeah. insane that cannot step away from the game. Yeah. Can he, he do it if he loses? Uh, if he loses Leftwich as his coordinator, can he do it if Arians is replaced as the coach? Yeah, can he do it if he doesn't get Goodwin back or Godwin? No, yeah, I know. Yeah. I think Tom Brady and Giselle will sit down in the offseason <laughs> and will take a calculated look at can this team rebuild and reload quickly. If they can, they'll go right back in it. But well, I mean, I mean he's going to be calling the shots. Who's the GM? Licked or whatever. Like, exactly. <laughs> Last year, to your point, he had Godwin, Evans, you know, Antonio Brown. Goodwin or Godwin? Good, good. I don't know. I think Goodwin. it's Godwin. Godwin. Right. So he had he 1-0. had a plethora of receivers. This year, he had Gronk, some of Evans. I think I saw him out there a couple times. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Okay. So I don't know what happened, but he'd like. His whole thing is right now for Brady to be, and I'm not saying he needs this, but if the pieces aren't around him, he's not. It's not worth his time to show up, right? And so I think it's on the well, Bucks. To I put mean, it, millions of dollars. I mean, no, doesn't no. The, the difference is in basketball they show up because the physical toll isn't as great. Brady's yeah. at risk getting his head taken off. Jordan was sitting in the post shooting fadeaway jumpers for three years, like okay, yelling at Kwame <laughs> Brown, like. <laughs> He's Kwame he, dropped a fire on the uh, on TikTok. Don't talk about Kwame. He's, he's, killing, he's killing Braun, isn't he? Well, I mean, Kwame actually had a hot take about how the, the Wizards didn't actually want to draft him and they got stuck with him. They drafted him to trade him. I think you sent me that clip, Stevie. Yeah, because he whooped uh, Tyson Chandler's ass in one on one. Yeah. <laughs> And he said, you know, as an 18-year-old, who, who could have withstand the 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 verbal abuse as an 18-year-old that I did yeah. from coming from the best to ever do it in Michael Jordan? Yeah. He, ru- he ruined him. Kwame, I mean, Michael Jordan ruined Kwame Brown. It's impressive. Uh, I think other things. And then he gets Kobe Brown, Bryant but... on top of that. Like, that's yeah. – yeah, he, he, went, right. he went through a lot, dude. He, he, saw, he saw a couple. But he also got paid, right? Yeah. And, and he got a championship. Did he get a right? He got yeah. a ring. With Brian, I got, got mama's cooking. Yeah, he probably got mama's cooking. I think he, I think you're right, man. I think he got one with the uh, with the Lakers. I think he got one with the Lakers. Yeah. No. Wow. He with the Lakers. No, 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 no. He got traded to Memphis for Powell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how they won the championship when they had yeah. Powell. So. Yeah, no, he but, was on that that terrible Lakers team with like Smush Parker and uh, yeah, a bunch of other people. I don't know. Joe, you're not going to tell the story about how we were with him the day he got traded. We broke the news to him. <laughs> We were there, sport and help, Tyson's corner. We were, we were. Your boy was working. I snuck in half of uh, half the group to come in and play some basketball, and they, uh, Kwame Brown and his agent roll in, and uh, and uh, uh, Tim, uh, what was Jordan's trainer's name? Tim. Tim uh, uh, Grover. They come in and they uh, they clear the basketball court, and they're like the you know it's it's MJ's guy, and MJ's on the Wizards at this point. Yeah. So everyone's like who's about to walk into this gym in Tyson's corner and hoop it up. And it's, uh, it's Kwame Brown and it's uh, Chris Paul, if I'm not mistaken. It was both. 
Kwame was taking, uh, uh, he was doing this driller. He was shooting from the elbow and he was probably four for 10. Okay. Like you got, we were doing it on the other side. We he were crushing him. So <laughs> tall. I mean, like when you see him in person, like that, I mean, we were literally like 10 feet away from, he is, he was huge as an 18 year old. He's a man child. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Paul was, I mean, it, it didn't look like he was dribbling the ball. It looked like he had tucked it and was just running all over the court. He was so fast. You know, it's a young Chris Paul, but wait, so you broke the news to him or I feel like one of us told him he was traded. To we, the were, we were, we <laughs> were at the balls. Well, no, 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 no. Steve's embellishing here a little bit. That, that later that day is when the trade was announced. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't that, uh, yeah. no, no, it's two different Steve things. Steve said, Hey, Kwame, come into my office. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, meet me by the, uh, meet me by the, 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 the candy bar. Hey, meet me by the water cooler. Hey, I gotta come into my office. So where, this is where I dry the towels for the gym. That's, that's a pretty cool story. Okay. Are, are we going to, are we going to get to the 13 seconds? Can I, can I go on a little rift here? <sighs> let's do it, Stevie. Okay. Let's pivot. Let's pivot I mean, and talk about the greatest game. The, the greatest divisional game in our, in our lifetime. I mean, that was, that yeah. was a special game. It's a very special game. Yeah. I felt terrible for the Bills. The Bills were the better team. The Bills deserve to win. Okay, I'll challenge anybody who wants Stevie. You can you can keep taking Pat Mahomes as the best quarterback in the league. He's not. He's just not. Josh Allen is a better quarterback. He just is. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe Pat's got the better coaching staff. You can certainly argue he's got the better weapons, but Josh is the better quarterback. That guy. I mean, he runs like a gazelle. He could he his arm is is so special, man. Some of those passes were just next level stuff. And the Bills deserve to win that game. Like you leave 13 seconds on the clock. Yeah. That's not a real yeah, amount that, of time. That, like it's that's there's, there's things that don't last 13 seconds in life. I, I can't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how that happened. Where the Bills lost the game is that 13 seconds. Collinsworth. I think alluded to it, and I think Al Michaels mentioned it as well. Why no pooch kick? Yes. I don't understand. They kick yeah. it deep. Collinsworth mentioned it. If you pooch it down there, Six you squirt it or whatever you call it, With, either yeah. one of two things happens. Either the, the returner will take a knee immediately to save the 13 seconds, which there's no way he'll be at the 25 by the time he takes that knee, so they'll be starting backwards, or he'll have to run up to the 25 or 30. Right. And take off three, four seconds. The other thing is he might score a touchdown. So that is obviously the risk that you would incur. But certainly taking away three or four seconds away from Patrick Mahomes would have only given him two plays counting the field goal attempt. One play and a field goal attempt. So look, I'm okay with the kickoff. I, I don't I don't disagree, but I'm okay with the strategy to kick the ball off. What I'm not okay with is playing prevent defense. 30 yeah. yards off the line of scrimmage when you have Kelsey and Hill out there who both have torched you all afternoon in the middle of the field. Like that, that uh, is not the time to get cute with your defense. It just isn't. The, the, I, after I, Kelsey I, catches the first one. I you disagree. Can't, you can't let them do that twice. I think Collinsworth was saying that you should have rushed more people. Now we're seeing this phenomenon when there's a Hail Mary situation, they blitz. They like all out blitz to get the quarterback to rush the ball. That was the exact opposite strategy. You wanted Mahomes. You should have rushed two guys and put everyone in coverage. You wanted Mahomes to hold that ball as long as possible. He needed to get it out quickly to get uh, down on the ground. I thought at that point, I thought they played it fine. You didn't want to play bump or press coverage on Hill, and then he goes over top of you. And I, you don't think you can move, I don't think at that point, I think you got to go double coverage or even triple coverage. Like Hill, when he torched them for that touchdown, Stevie, he, he literally outran 
seven yeah. defensive players. Yeah. You cannot allow him to catch the ball in the middle of the field, especially, and you know, they're going to throw in the middle because they got three timeouts. Like they're going to, they're going to work the middle. That's where I was at. I, I I don't understand how you give a guy like Hill space after what he just did to you. Like, why are you giving 20, 20 yards to figure out like how to run and get past you? Like that guy doesn't need much space. Just look at the play right before. Like, that's the part where I'm like, why are you not at least closer? Like, this prevent defense is, but I, I I was stunned, stunned at the kick, stunned at the defense, stunned, and then okay, you dip, you played prevent prevent the first time, they did it again on the second one. Like I don't understand, you don't need like why are you playing that far back when at that point they need twenty or so yards to get to the field goal line, and they kicked it. For, there was a chip shot at that point. They gave up way way past the field goal. Like it was, I I was I couldn't believe what I was watching. I'm like, did we just did we just forget like what literally happened throughout this fourth quarter? Um, it was, I've never seen anything. We'll never see anything like that. I will never, although who made, oh, somebody made a joke this morning that, uh, that um, Mike McCarthy goes to Jerry Jones. Oh, 13 seconds. This game is over. There's nothing. They'll probably just run an option or something. <laughs> so, so like, there's a difference between good coaching and having the talent and what you do with the 30 seconds, right? Like you saw the Cowboys, what they did with 13 seconds and they got lambasted. I think you saw what the chiefs did last night and, Kudos to them, man. But the Bills dropped the ball on that. I, like everything from the kick on was just, I, I, it was a disservice to Josh Allen. It was a disservice to everything that he that he had done, that he fought for, the throw that he made to Davis down the middle, like the that, that, that touchdown. I, I, I mean, the man played out of his mind. They were going for fourth and whatever from the first drive, like right. It was fourth and two. Yes, I think that they had a fourth and thirteen. That's and 13, the yeah. future of you know, football. Like, we were watching yeah, the future of football. Less punts. Yeah. Less stupid field goals, which get missed more frequently than they should. Just go for it. Just yeah, go for it. I mean, Joe, you're going to go for it because that's the game, right? It's fourth and 13. You're normally not just going to go for it like that. But I, to Matt's point, I couldn't agree more with Matt. I was watching my TV, screaming at the TV. I'm like, why did you not do a squibble kick? And why are you playing prevent? I just couldn't understand it. And if I was that head coach, I would get rid of that defensive coordinator even though they had like the number one defense, because somebody's got to somebody dropped the ball big time on that, and you don't want the head coach getting blamed. I'd get rid of the DC. Um, that was just horrible. And the only you know wish I had is that Allen was there on 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 defense to to like <laughs> to help out because he's just on fire. And you can't like to Matt's point, you also can't give Tigree Kill any space, and there was nobody on that team that could cover him. And I was watching ESPN, and they were saying. He hit 29 miles an hour running. Like, he's so fast, and there's nobody that could catch him. I mean, you, but you don't expect him to – well, I take that back. You should expect him to do that. You can't play him that way. Like, you you can't play the Chiefs that way. And our boy, Abram, is blowing up the feed here. You guys can't see all the chats. We, <laughs> we give, Abram, just call in the show. Just call in. We'll, we'll bring you into the, my, we'll bring you into the stream. There's no problem. But he – I mean, like – Obviously, we've known LeBron forever, but like he's right. Bills had a top-ranked defense. They they were they looked unprepared. They looked slow as the game progressed. The Chiefs were able to exploit it by by basically just targeting the middle of the field. And again, for me, that last possession, thirteen seconds, that's not a lot of time. And yes, we've seen crazy things happen. That might be the craziest thing I've ever seen. And the Bills to sit back and not like you can't. They have timeouts. They're not going to the sideline. They're going down the middle of the field. After that first completion to Kelsey, you, you have to you have to double bump, triple do something 
they just didn't do anything. And then, you know, obviously they go into overtime and, and we had that discussion about, you know, what, what do you do with the overtime rules here? And, and again, for me, I like the way the NFL is set up right now with the overtime. I, I certainly understand Bill's fans today that are saying it's not, it's not appropriate in the playoffs that the Bills didn't touch the ball or have an opportunity to go down and get a touchdown. You know, I think the NFL needs to consider it, but ultimately, I think the way that they've got this whole thing set up is fine. Um, you know, and and the stat that that's gonna, I think, for me, I came away just really impressed with Josh Allen. I mean, th- that was my takeaway. Mahomes is awesome. We've been watching him do this. The Chiefs go to their fourth consecutive. They're gonna host their fourth consecutive championship game. You know, you, you can't you can't debate stats like that. You you can't. That that's greatness. That's that's the stuff of dynasty. You know, Andy Reid certainly can do pretty much no wrong with that offense. Defensively, though, they can be exploited. And, you know, I know Stevie is very big on the Bengals. The Bengals have exactly what can be used to exploit the Chiefs, which is crazy speed, crazy, crazy speed in a wide receiver, right? They can dish it. Can they take it? Well, the, I'll tell you, going back to the Chiefs, the greatness of the Chiefs that I saw yesterday, which talked about four straight AFC championships, the way they've adapted their offense, they were, for all we've known of this Chiefs iteration, they were big play bombs, you know, down the field, Tyreek Hill, 70 yards, Hardman, big bombs. Now, again, Tyreek Hill had a bomb yesterday, but it was a catch and run after a 15-yard, you know, slant or whatever. So the way Patrick Mahomes has evolved as a quarterback who is taking what the defense gives him and going through, I wouldn't call it dink and dunk. What we do is dink and dunk. What these guys are doing is taking what the defense gives them, matriculating the ball down the field. We're seeing seven play drives, 10 play drives, 15 play drives. And they really, to see Jarek McKinnick come in and, and you know, be that two-headed monster with uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and those guys, it was just this very different pace. And I think the Chiefs are, are really set up. Now, Bengals come in, I, I mean... They're playing with house money. I mean, how many times have we seen this? A team that's got nothing to lose going into a front runner. Matt can tell us about the Giants once upon a time. Nothing to lose. Most dangerous animals. An animal that's got nothing to lose, okay? You don't want to fight one of those guys. So that's where the Bengals come in. Joe Burrow, just let it fly. Get the cigar going and just let it fly. And, And, you know, at that point, if the Bengals can get consistent pressure on Patrick Mahomes, we already talked about it. They can. The Bengals. The Bengals can play some defense. We well, saw they already it. I mean, beat the Chiefs. I mean, so the, they the, have beat the Chiefs, and they played really well against the Titans. I mean, the Titans. I know they're not a they're not an offensive juggernaut compared to to the Chiefs or to even the Bills, but the Bengals did hold their own against them earlier in the season, and they did a number on on Tannehill and the Titans. I mean, that they that that offense looked that offense looked extremely anemic on Saturday, and they forced Tannehill into a number of of errors, and I think yeah. that's. I mean, I think they can do it. By the way, guys, I'm going to pull a Brahm in here in a second. He, he's, he's, he really wants to join the show, so I'm going to pull him in in a second. We'll give him a second. I think the Bengals have the kind of offense that is suited to beat the Chiefs' defense, right? The question really is, and I think can the Bengals' defense beat hold the Chiefs' offense? I think that's really the question here. I think Burrow is going to put up some numbers. I think Jamar Chase, Higgins, I think those guys are going to run. They're going to – they're going to – they're much like the Bills did early on, you know, I think that I think the Bengals are are in a good place to kind of surprise some people. But where the Chiefs kind of showed their their 
their metal yesterday is in their ability to endure and withstand and kind of keep on not being worried. Like, like Steve is, Steve is saying, like, we've done this. We'll keep doing it. Let's do, let's dink and dunk them. Let's get it. Okay. What are we down? Seven, three, we will get, we'll score exactly what we need. And the chiefs offense. And like, this is, I think just because Mahomes has been great for so long now, doesn't mean we should like diminish his greatness, right? Like let's not take it for granted that what he does, what he shows up to throws it. He had a, he had a season that would not be, up to par for him, but that man makes throws that people shouldn't be making, right? And he makes them in in positions. Yeah, but he gets cute too, and, and they get picked. And you know what? And and every the, the Washingtons played the Chiefs better than the Bills did, right? And, oh, and that God, comment's been yeah. made a couple well, times, but it's the truth. Yeah. All right, I, I'm gonna. Hey, Twenty, can you do the TikTok dance? Can you do the Jackson TikTok dance for us? I don't know what you're talking about, but I was gonna say early on in the season, the Chiefs were not looking very hot, and I didn't even think they. It was possible that they weren't going to make it to the playoffs because Mahomes was struggling. That team just finally clicked towards the end of the season, and they've been playing lights out. But if Razzle was here, he'd tell you the Bengals are a complete team, and they can. Definitely... <laughs> Thank you for channeling your inner your inner Razzle. Every team is a complete team. Yeah, but they I'm... definitely beat the Chiefs, and I, I think after this game with the Bills, I think the Chiefs are going to show up winded, tired. It's going to be a very beautiful one. The mountain man is here. Respect the fear of the beard. You have two minutes to say it. (laughs) I'm bundling it in. I'm going to bundle it in. So first off is first. Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Like, fuck Brady. Like, he didn't do – in four years, what has Brady done, right? Mahomes is way better. Just win Super Bowls. Secondly, but yeah, let, sure, let's sure. count the hot takes, guys. Let's count the hot takes. Terrible take fucking defense on that team. They are single-handedly led by Mahomes and coaching, right? Like that, 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 this is the. Why do you have an accent? It's not the Redskins. Right? Huh? <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep going. Very, Mahomes very, is the greatest ever. Yes. But anyway, so I guess my point is this, man. The fucking Bills defense lost the game for them, right? Like, every fucking big defense showed up. Like, some big defenses showed up and lost because of a weak quarterback, Tannehill, right? If Tannehill was any other guy, they'd be right there in that mix. But big defenses win fucking games, and a solid quarterback takes you over the edge, right? Like, Mahomes is the one exception. He's the one exception. Brady won so all of his would you, titles. With so, Abram, Abram, would you, rather have, would you rather have Mahomes or Josh Allen today. If you were building a team from scratch, you could have either. Mahomes, take him out. I, 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 I don't know why that's right. a stupid take. I, I agree with him. It's I'm not saying a it's a stupid, stupid take. take. I'm just saying I disagree with it. I'm not saying it's a stupid I take. Too. I just like Josh Allen more. I think it's he's not, a better it's runner. It's not a terrible take. I mean, Josh Allen, Mahomes are both the best fucking quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. Right? That's Number true. three is Herbert. All three young ass guys. The NFL is changing. I, mean, know, I think I don't know about Herbert. I think I think Herbie's got a lot to prove. I think Herbie's. I what? mean, you're overlooking guys Herbie's like Rodgers and Stafford and, and the, the amazing seasons that they've had. But was okay. he, he was he just, he's the future. I was would just say two or three the, years ago. Those are the three best arms. Are you talking about Herbert, Mahomes, and Allen? Those are the three best arms. Whether Herbert has mastered all the intricacies. Right. Oh, you're no, saying I'm talking about you're SGM, gonna, right? I'm general managing a team, and I want to. Don't don't hey who am I gonna build? Don't forget Joe Burrow. Don't forget forget about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Last I checked, can still sling the ball and can do everything you need him to do. I didn't mention him for a reason. 
All right. <laughs> okay, well, look, Abram, why, you, while we have you, just take, take a second here. Catch your breath. Catch your breath. Take, take your breath. Who who do you like in Sorry, the upcoming matchup? I was sleeping with my matchup? kid, commenting on your shit in the pitch black, and had to run downstairs. <laughs> hey, listen. We appreciate that you're listening. We love it. What are your give Give yeah, us your two picks for for this weekend. <laughs> give us your picks for this Why'd weekend, for and then I want to know what your take is. What's the Washington football team going to be renamed? Bro, I think it's going to be Rams. And Chiefs, right? And the only way the Rams win is because of their D-line and fucking rattling up Mahomes, fucking with him early, right? Like, rattling him early, getting back there. You got three of the best on a defensive line in the league. And then the second part is like, yeah, you got to rattle Mahomes. And then Cooper Cup and Stafford show up, and they can win it. I think that— Do you think the Bengals have a shot at upsetting the Chiefs? For me, it's going to be—I don't think think Burrow is going to beat the Chiefs, no. I think that the Bills had a better chance of beating the Chiefs than yeah. Burrow does. Burrow does in the Bengals. And the Bengals so, probably would have had I think a better chance of be upsetting anybody, the Bills. I think the Bills were going to win the championship, dude. I was like, I would have put it on Bills yeah. or Chiefs to win it all. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Rams and the NFC for sure. Like, I don't think the Pack or the uh, I don't think the Packers are ever fucking legit. You know, like I'm in Denver now, and like Rogers probably come here. I don't even think we want him. He's he's a waste of money, bro. Get a fucking young buck. <laughs> Do you want Taylor Heineke? I would take Heineke over Kirk Cousins. No, <laughs> like Kirk Cousins oh, oh, you're insane. Oh, you're insane. Right? Sorry, I'm, cutting I'm cutting the feed. Thirty-five million year does it fucking depletes the rest of your team? You know, to far fucking mediocre guy. So it's like are they're all mediocre. Roger, they're all mediocre by comparison to what we've been win. watching. Also, yeah. Abram is yelling. Aaron I can't Rogers hear him. Is a rich man's Kirk Cousins. He's a rich man's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and I don't want either. Now I, I'd stick with Heineke, bro. Honestly, I'd stick He's with Heineke. With Heineke. Next Heineke. He's good with Heineke. Yeah, the That's Washington a hot Alliance. Right there. <laughs> yeah. How many? How many? You know why? Because you watching the games. Yeah, no, Abram, Abram yeah, was at the he was at the Washington Denver game. No, he goes to a ton of games. I was yeah, I was yelling out, "Let's go, Brandon!" When fucking Brandon McManus was kicking it. Hey, that's my guy. <laughs> that's actually Steve's guy. Literally, I'm done with the chant. Screaming, though. "Let's go, Brandon!" <laughs> All right, everybody, say goodbye to Abram. <laughs> All right, bye guys. All right, that was, that was legit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to see. Yeah. You. That was nice to make Monday. The character okay. known as Abram was just joining us. <laughs> There's a lot of history there. A lot of history. Uh, no, he was. Guys, he went. He was regularly at the. I mean, he goes to Broncos. Broncos games are like five dollar tickets. Like it's, it's like normal America. It's not. It's not Washington D.C. But um, it's hard, hard, hard to take a Heineke over Rogers take seriously though. Or a, <laughs> a, a rich man's cousin. I, 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 rich I, man's couldn't, I couldn't entirely yeah, follow the screen. That, there was a lot there that there we will unpack some other time. I think so. <laughs> when he can't respond in the chat, okay, we got. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got excited, and I, I was like, "Hey, what? Well, just hey, come on the show for a few minutes." But that was an awesome drop in. Awesome. Yeah, that was. Honestly, that that's the kind of the last bit here that I wanted to do. Like later this week, we'll we'll do like a full on preview. But I mean, right now, sitting here Monday night, Matt, who who do you like in these matchups? What will the Super Bowl matchup be? So I think it ends up Rams and Chiefs. I think I would prefer to see Rams and Bengals. I just just I think I like the Chiefs, but I think I'd really want to see what Joe Burrow's made of. 
But I think at the end of the day, sorry, but I think it's Rams, Rams and Chiefs, and uh, I think the Chiefs again. Okay. Okay. Twenty picks for the weekend. I'm going. I'm going with my team. I'm going to ride this ship out, and I'm going with Niners. And I, I really want to see Cincinnati, but I, I, I don't know. I know they could get it done, but I don't know if they will. But that's who I want to see. But I wouldn't be upset if it ended up being Chiefs-Rams because I don't know if you guys remember, but I think it was like two years ago when they played each other and the game was like 54 to like 52 yeah, or something. It was literally 100 to 100. Yeah, and it was like one of the best regular season games I've, I've ever seen. So yeah. if I can't get my team in the Super Bowl, I actually – would like to see a good game in the Super Bowl, so um, I'm going with my team, and then I'm going with yeah, we're going with Cincinnati to make it to the Super Bowl. Stevie, we know you got the Bengals. You know, you know where I'm going with that. Uh, I know you got the Bengals. Are you going double upset? I think the 49ers I, can uh, do it. No, Not much of an upset no, though. I, I think, think I feel like Kyle plays. It, who gets the better of that well, matchup? Is it McVay or, or Shanahan? McVay has not beaten Kyle Shanahan yet. Kyle Shanahan never. never. We beat the Rams six straight times. You and the wee bit. It drives me insane. <laughs> no, no, McVay is an evil genius, man. I love that guy. Listen, um, I hate agreeing with LeBron, but uh, defensive line, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, those boys are going to have a night. Um, yeah, the Rams are going to win, and I'm riding the Bengals. It ain't the best team that wins. It's the hottest team. Right now, the Bengals playing with house money. Why not us? Who day? How many other phrases they got? Yeah. Bengals are going to win. Shock the nation. Why not us? Yeah, I mean the Bengals. If if they can somehow, I mean all bets are off. Obviously, if they if they challenge the Chiefs and win, I mean they could they could beat they could beat the 49ers. They could certainly challenge the Rams. The Chiefs are are a real test for them. I, I, I'm concerned for the Chiefs. I don't know how you how do you stay up for a game like this, right? Yeah. Like how do you how do you mentally not think of the Bengals as the Bengals? Right? How do you really prepare for this team that's scrappy, feisty? Well, they you kicked know. they kicked your butt a couple weeks ago, so I think that's how you get up. Yeah, other I, thing I, we're I not just, sleep, we're, we're sleeping on is Honey Badger. If he can, yeah, if I mean, he we plays. just saw what the Bills just did to that back end of that defense without him. Yes, if he can't play, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Big big day for them. Well, even if even if he's there, Stevie, I mean, I think Jamar Chase is going to get his right. It's it's the other, it's the it's the complementary pieces around, right? Can they can they get you know, the other pieces involved in the game, you know, can Burrow be, can he play mistake-free football? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of questions. It's not impossible. I mean, it, nothing's impossible, right? They, they got to suit up and play, but you know, I, I think the chiefs are the, they're the better team. They may not be playing the best football. And I think again, psych- psychologically, you, you, I think you hit the nail for me, Stevie, the Bengals are playing with house money. Like they, they literally have achieved more. Their, their season goal was playoffs done. Now they've not only played in the play, not only did they qualify, they they beat the number one seed, and now they get to go into you know into Kansas City and challenge to to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's tough to bet against them. We'll see. I don't know what the early line is here. I, I think I think it's Chiefs by eight. Is that right? I, I need to double check that. But that's a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. That's a lot. Um, and I I think the NFL really wants to pray for a weekend like we had. I mean, like. It would be a real disappointment if Chiefs Bengals. It's impossible. Doesn't live up. That was the so, best weekend yeah. of football ever. It's but impossible. Close games, right? Like uh, competitive games. Yeah. I think. I think the Bengals. Like, I mean, 
I think their offense is well suited. I just where I'm where I'm iffy on them is the defense and their ability to stop the 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 Chiefs offense. I just I just don't think the I don't think you can stop them. You can only hope to contain them. It's, it's going to be a very similar game to what we saw yesterday. Yeah, I, I, that would be the best. That'd be our best hope. I think I want. I mean, in my heart, I want to see the best possible Super Bowl, which would be Rams and Chiefs. In reality, I think the 49ers are streaking here. They're playing sound defense. Debo is almost unguardable, and Jimmy generally plays mistake-free football. He doesn't have the biggest arm, but he doesn't make mistakes. I mean, he no. plays mistake-free. No, he no, he definitely makes his fair share of mistakes. We just get super lucky. Uh, I don't recall him having uh, how many interceptions this weekend. He had one interception, yeah. zero touchdowns, obviously. No problem. I also like the idea of the Washington football team bringing Jimmy G in as a Super Bowl winner. Yes. Yeah, so I like that too. Right, because I think that's I think that's where we're heading in Washington is to yeah. the Jimmy G sweepstakes. We'll take it, especially if he just won the Super Bowl. Yes, please. Thank you so much. That would be that would be very helpful. Although you could certainly argue that the hunger would be gone. Yeah, in that case. But coming into these playoffs, I definitely had a Chris Berman hat like on where I wanted Bills and Niners. I don't know if you remember, I used to pick the Bills and Niners every Start year. Circling like, the wagons. Yeah, nobody yeah, circles honestly, the wagons. That was I was hoping Bills and Niners is a bit of nostalgia in that, but like. Yeah. Man, the Bills not being in, honestly, like, there's a little bit of disappointment, I think, in everyone's. Like, the Bills really were the draw yeah. for me in this playoffs. And, honestly, uh, if the NFL is listening, instead of redoing the overtime rules, do, like, all the teams qualify and then, like, reseed them cross-conference so we can actually end up with finisher. the two best teams <laughs> in, the, in the Super Bowl, right? Put the yeah, Bills and the Chris, Chiefs opposite each other. Chris Berman, dead? No. 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 His sure. wife dead. His I wife think died. he dunked. His wife died. No, his wife died. Yeah. You think it's Madden? I think. No, no, no. I, I know Matt. Dead. I know Madden, and I know TJ dunked off. His his partner, Chris Tom Berman's Jackson. still alive. Yeah, Tom Jackson passed. Chris Berman's still alive, but his wife. Oh, passed. Tom Jackson didn't pass. Tom Jackson. Yeah. Okay, get really? your Denver boy, a bomb. Get, uh, Tom oh, Jackson. R.I.P. Dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I don't he, think so. Like a, Is that why Booger like stepped in? I think Tom Jackson had throat cancer. Oh, dude, but he Hold died. On. What, what, That's really sad. I didn't know breaking. that. Yeah, Tom didn't Jackson's know. dead. Wait, did he? <laughs> Tom Jackson's <laughs> definitely dead. I, I'm I, not. I, I think Chris Berman might be dead too. No. <laughs> why are you killing everybody? Dude, it doesn't look like he's dead. He's to not dead. <laughs> Steve, Tom what Jackson? are you talking about? <laughs> Tom Jackson? No. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. They, they did like a, they did like a tribute for him or something. No, I think you're killing off everybody. He's not he's dead, dead, man. He's not. Dead. Oh my god, Steve. <laughs> the amount of editing I have to do to this episode is tremendous. That's news to me. Okay. <laughs> I I hate, I don't know why I thought you know it's funny because at first I was like yeah Tom Jackson passed I uh, I thought he denied too. <laughs> Clearly, Steve and I watch the same credible news networks. You know. All right, all right, everyone's everyone's around. Okay, Take it good. easy, Alex. Take it easy. Just calm good. down. Any final uh, thoughts? Twenty. Oh, Niners. Any final thoughts, Matt the Met? Is the baseball lockout over? Uh, no Hall of Fame decision coming tomorrow. That's disappointing. We could do a show on that one. Is Pete Rose gonna make it in. <laughs> Dude, the. 
I need like I need the writers to get like to get off their high horses and just let the best players into the into the Hall of Fame. I, I, Matt, I think it's Matt, stupid. Matt, Matt. Cur- current events here, brother. Current events is the lockout. I feel like they're getting closer. <laughs> I know they were negotiating today. I know the. I thought the players were supposed to present something today. Uh, I haven't I heard, seen any. I heard the players uh, made some concessions. Okay. Um, I think the season. I think Did spring training gets season? delayed. Um, yeah, I think they. I think spring training gets delayed. I think they shorten the season. Um, I think, especially kind of with COVID and everything else, they use that as an as an excuse to kind of buy time. It's uh, over. Get out of here. The NFL yeah, stopped yeah. testing. They lost interest well, yeah, after I mean, they ruined the Washington season. Clearly, once you've gotten to Omicron, it's not real anymore, right? Like, how many more letters are left in the? It's just in the, scary because they gave it a name. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we'll see the DH for sure. I think that's coming. Uh, I think that'll be fun for baseball. I think that'll be a nice change. I think that'll change the way like we talk about Mets and Nats. I think going forward, are they doing teams, away with the uh, runner on second base bit? I think that's going to stay. I think to to Stevie's point, I think it adds a little bit of entertainment for the overtime portion but everybody gets a chance stevie so everybody gets that's up true. Chance. yeah no, they so. get hey, they get rid of that dh or they bring in the dh permanently ryan zimmerman has got a home here in washington He's for the next 10 Richard. years <laughs> well i mean legit, like, legitimately batting, consistent. yeah yeah that's it just batting yeah, yeah but uh baseball talk basketball talk well, let's see but nfl's yeah. not dead yet but uh, something died yesterday it was both amazing and a bit of a letdown of the Bills. It's a harsh home. realization that the end is near. Yeah. 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 That was the best weekend of football. Stevie, besides the sandwich shop and your pizza outings, there's a lot of free plugs coming from you, but what, what else we, you got? Uh, Biden had a hot mic uh, moment today. <laughs> You're the last one still listening. Hey, you got to give him credit. He heard the guy's question. I will not. He knew he was from Fox News and was able to appropriately identify him as a stupid SOB. <laughs> you think he did it on purpose? Or... No, he doesn't do anything. No, he's 90 don't... years old. He just How says he what he's thinking. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't get out of bed on purpose, Stream brother. There's no thinking. There's no advanced planning. There's no, no diabolical plan. He's just an old man saying what he's thinking. How does he not know it's a hot mic? I don't understand. How? Never mind. Hey, give him props that he heard the question. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's people on this show that are literally one third of his age that don't understand the concept of a hot mic. So don't, don't worry about, you know, it happens. Okay. It happens. The guy speaking, I think, is who you're talking about. It happens. But Stevie, I mean, this is. Uh... That's it. That's all I got, Joe. What else do you want? It's the dead of winter here, brother. There's nothing going on. There's some good COVID TV. Killing everything. You're not watching any good trashy TV? You're not watching Joe Millionaire? Nah, I might go watch Yumi and Dupree chef. in a little bit. A little Owen Wilson uh, throwback. Ozark season four. You know, I, I, I'm not a Jason Bateman guy. I feel like I need to be, he's, but I can't be. He's excellent in Ozark. Excellent. Really. I've good. watched the Just... opening like 15 minutes several times of episode one, where he's like watching like he's watching himself in porn or something to that effect. <laughs> like I think he's I don't no. know what he's watching, but like yeah, I, I yeah. can't I don't know. Hey, hey wait, wait. When are the junks gonna get off the air? Or the junkies? Never. They just did like this 25-year expose on them. How do we get them off the air? Why would you want them off the air? What are we gonna listen to in the morning? Ah, come on. I actually just finished the book. I just finished JP's book. Um, still barking. 
He had to have a ghost writer on that one. There's no way he wrote that book. No, no, he definitely wrote it. There's a lot of like passive writing in it. There's no way a professional writer wrote that book. He's a, he's a lawyer. By the way, you want to speak about books? You want to talk about books? For those that are looking for something in the spiritual or religious uh, world, which really has nothing to do with this show, there's a four-part <laughs> series book, four, four-part book. Uh, are you on elements? the Elements kick too? Oh, yeah. You're going to no. say Elements. That yeah. book was literally written for every male born in... The lands of immigration. Yeah, let me just, I'll just say it that way. You want to talk about Ghost Rider? You need a Ghost Rider. That book is rough, man. For all I know, it's FRB writing that beast, okay? I don't know. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's, awesome. I have similar theories on, on who's written. Have you read it, Matt? Have you worked through it? No, I've, I've, I've heard. See, I'm not a guy who jumps on everything that everybody loves. Everybody's oh, you got to read elements, got to read elements. I was like, I'll get to it when eventually, but like. It's life changing, and people are crying through it, and all kinds of stuff. And well, sometimes things can just be good without any other. Sometimes I just I'm not I'm not about a craze. Like anytime I see a craze around anything, I tend to 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 have. I'm aware of the craze. I'm not fueling the craze, but I am enjoying the series. I've heard your name as one of the people as like Joe Issues read it. I'm like, when do I read what Joe reads? Name drop. (laughs) Not from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, but it's nice. Anyway. Like CB said, it's no, I've heard, I've heard sometimes, good sometimes you just gotta fire up the Kindle and just do something a little different. I actually do plan to read it. I just can't get to it. Yet. I mean, still barking, still barking was really good. I mean, I, I, I mean, I thought that book was was really good. I actually read about half of Dan Blazarian's book. For those that are know who Dan Blazarian is, um, the setup that that book is it's literally like a textbook, uh, but highly entertaining. That one was definitely written by a ghostwriter. Um, what else did I read recently? I read um, Soccernomics, which was pretty interesting about soccer, and FIFA corruption. When are we going to bring back a soccer show? Very soon. We got. I mean, we got the World Cup in November. Yeah. Got the Afcon going on right now. <laughs> I mean, Afcon. I don't care about World Cup though. World. Listen, next November is going to be a special time. We're going to have like peak football, beginning basketball, beginning hockey. And the World Cup, and EPL, and other leagues all going at the same time, uh, you know. Although we do get the Olympics here in a week, if I'm not mistaken, we get the Winter Olympics. What People do don't get so geeked up about the Winter Olympics, but oh, you mean like on TV we get them? I heard we're uh, trying to make a bid here in DC for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah Brandon's going hard for it. Well, we're and then they just declared FedEx. We don't have a stadium. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. FedEx. Nobody. What are they going to do in FedEx? <clears throat> They're gonna try to play games there, and they decided they, they can't. can't. Have you been to Audi Field? Audi Field's very nice. Audi's awesome. It's pretty nice. I want to go to the GoGo Stadium. Apparently, that's the spot down at uh, Saint Elizabeth. Steve, have you been? Yeah, it's where I got vaccinated. <laughs> and I've but been it, there. They for, did like uh, like AEW just did out like a wrestling house show there, and it was packed. It was like four it's, or five thousand people. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the Wizards practice facility. It's also the Mystics primary facility. Yeah. And the go go. And the go go. St. Elizabeth's down in the Looney bin. It's where the, the former Looney bin, yeah. Former Looney bin. Ted Leone's uh, that's his spot. Okay. All right, boys. Final thoughts. One, two, three. Actually, we already did that. So let's let's call it a show. Thank you everyone for, for tuning in. This has been DTC Defeating the Curse. Thank you, Matt the Met. Thank you, Stevie. Thank you, 20. It was a great weekend of football. Thank you to um, to everyone that, that hung out and for Abram for joining us for a crazy three minute hit. That was, uh, that was unexpected, but very enjoyable. Thank you so much. 
For anybody that's following the show, DTC can be found on the Contender Network on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can find us on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, on TuneIn, on Odyssey, on anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also listen live on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, basically everywhere. Just type in. Do you think Abram is watching us on all of those? Defeating the curse. That'd be awesome. We love him for it. We love him for it. But (laughs) thank you all for joining us. Until next time, my name is Joe. We are out. Peace.